Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Welcome to 51 First Dates. I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy. And we are doing an experiment. And talking about dating. And love. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Cheers. 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 Hi, everybody. I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy. And this is with 51 First Dates, a podcast. I can't even get through the title because I'm so excited that we're joined by our new dater, Carlin. Welcome. Woo! Hi. <laughs> Thank you so Yay, much for being here. We're so happy to have you. Oh my God. This is a very exciting day. Um, for regular listeners, you'll recognize Carlin. She's been on our Patreon and she has been on the regular podcast a couple weeks ago. And um, we loved her so much. We bullied her into being our new dater. Yay. <laughs> Yes. But I was also- actually proposed to, and I said yes. <laughs> I sent Garland no. the longest text with an actual <laughs> ring emoji where I was like, you can say no, like 12 times. <laughs> Honestly, like potentially we should post it on the Instagram or something along with like a photo of Carlin and us in college because that would be fun. Carlin yeah. and us. Carlin and me. <laughs> I, w- I wish. I wish. I was waitlisted Ugh. at the college you both attended. It could have been. It could have been all of us together. I'll and I was- you in there. <laughs> <laughs> I was waitlisted at Kimmy's college. This is like a long history of like yeah. Kimmy and Kimmy and me just like missing each other in these different ways until we didn't. <laughs> um, but for anyone who didn't catch Carlin's episode a couple weeks ago, um, you missed out and you should go back and listen to it. I'll post a link to it in the show notes um, in case you want to go back or I don't actually know if you can post a link to your own episode in the show notes, but I will also I'll post the title. <laughs> If I can't post a link, I'll post the title. So you can go back and listen. We're going to touch on some of the same stuff today, but like a little bit more briefly um, about Carlin's like background, relationship to relationships, like all of the stuff, what she's looking for, types, etc. And then we're going to hear about a real life date, a COVID date, a COVID, a date. COVID dating. Yes. <laughs> So if you Um, are for some reason new here, but I feel like maybe you are because just having a new dater is going to make me post better things on social media and try to get the word out. Um, This podcast started in very non-COVID times. I went on, I I intended to go on 51 dates and made it to 32. Uh, Then we had two other daters, like spoiler alert, come on, start dating and wind up in relationships. And Carlin has so kindly and generously agreed to be our new dater and we'll see what happens but it's COVID so we're not going to make her go on 51 dates with real people because that's just a health hazard and uh we'll we'll get into all of that but just welcome and very excited to see what 2021 dating is like no that's the first time I've heard somebody say the year out loud I think and I'm (laughs) not sure that I like it yeah okay I I feel like I've actually I've been appreciating that it's just a new number and I know that the same yeah. problems exist, but I, I've been kind of into this new one at the end of the, the four numbers. <laughs> I also believe in odd numbered years. I think I have better luck in odd number years and I know that's mm-hmm. nonsense and I know this whole like 
this is going to be my year is nonsense. <laughs> but I just think looking back at my life, everything like really good that's happened to me has happened in odd numbered years and bad things have happened in even numbered years. I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah. I was is like, that nonsense? Great. Carlin, can you check in with the site about that? By the I'll way, Carlin has the site. Um, we'll talk about that, I'm sure. Psychic. Um, but also for anyone who didn't catch Carlin's first episode, like a little background, Carlin is one of my very best friends from college and she's smart and funny and hot and perfect and a perfect angel. And that's how we know each other. And, um, and, you know, we're gonna, uh, any like nostalgia you hear about that I just want to explain when I talk about you having the site or you know like various theater major boys that we had crushes on or whatever that who are like some of them now famous or what you know. yeah. um that's uh what that comes from um <laughs> where should we start guys this is exciting I feel like a twitter I feel like I'm on a first date right now <laughs> we sort you of feel are. like you feel like a twitter <laughs> a Twitter. One word. Oh, a Twitter. Okay. You know? God, I'm mad that I was like, what do you mean you feel like a social media site? Um, I don't it's even a know word how works. first. Right. Neither do I. No, Liza's just been watching Bridgerton. So she said, I feel a Twitter. <laughs> yes. Right. This is like my like my coming out season or my debutante, whatever whatever yes. they call it on there. Like, but on the, the podcast. Anyway. I'm Carlin. I wish I had like instead of like you know how they have their dance cards. It's like mm-hmm. a date card. <laughs> you can like oh, write yeah. it like can yeah. I go next? Yeah, you can. Or like the bio data. Did you watch Indian Matchmaking? No. Oh my god, it's a great show on Netflix. We talked about it a lot. We had Nadia from Indian Matchmaking on the on the pod, but um, in in this like community of of you know this certain community of like east asian people people who are from india bangladesh i think sometimes pakistan who are um working with matchmakers they have like a one sheet about themselves called biodata it's like a picture and some like pertinent it's similar to a dating app really but it's more like it's a little bit more like comprehensive in terms of like your deal and it just seems smart to me <laughs> um but but let's do it. I mean, is that a good place to start? Carlin, age, sex, location. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, 32 years old. I live in Chicago and I'm a girl. I did that backwards. <laughs> Sorry. Mainly because I was struggling with my age. I forgot what it was. Um, yeah, I guess I've been single for a while dating, but like I haven't been in a serious relationship for a while. But I think um, despite... COVID really just because I was like it's time and I want to I was like let's find let's find that real love like Mary J Blige was singing about it I mean maybe she didn't have a great time in her personal life but she sings about it and it sounds great um real love let's search for that real love I think are the lyrics probably not um so yeah something that it's got good legs and isn't you know a one-night stand like ghosting situation which has happened the ghosting, I mean. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, no judgment on one night stands. Yeah. I've only just... had one in my life, and I kind of wish I had had, like, 12. I feel like that's the right number. <laughs> Is that too many? Oh, a dozen. I feel like I'm not good at them. I had, yeah, no, I've never had one. I, I get too, 
like into it like let's do it again and then Same. usually they're like sure and I'm like okay <laughs> <laughs> that's also fair um so tell us a little bit about your dating life pre-COVID were you actively dating were you were you what was it like in you know Feb of 2019 oh gosh I think like not sorry yeah, oh my you're god right. 2020 no, you're right. 2020 <laughs> that's scary. right oh that's so, so weird let's dial it back to 2019 because that was yeah. like a month before the, the pandemic sure, that works too <laughs> but I feel like answers are the, the same in that I wasn't really doing anything I would say that like my I've been like on and off the apps like over the years, but the guys I'm meeting now are on, on hinge usually. Mm -hmm. Um, but had, had been taking off like a couple of years just because apps are difficult. They're like, not that great. I think, you know, people are crazy. So, and I was fine with that, but I also do, or I'm comfortable like approaching people in person, just like random people. We talked about this, I think in the last podcast. Um, So just in terms of like, I certainly don't ever feel like, you know, I'm beholden to this app, like, oh, it's only going to happen that way. Like, oh, it can happen a lot of ways. And I'm not afraid to like do this one way that seems like, you know, kind of like scary. And why would you do that? And it's like, well, why not? Like, if I just leave it up to anybody else to like, impact or make this change in my life that seems stupid they don't know me so I just kind of like take charge of it and how we were saying before like you really just for anybody listening and it's like oh that's so scary to approach people which in COVID yes that's harder (laughs) I would probably not suggest it but like you know post-COVID maybe when we're all running free with vaccines hopefully um yeah in fucking 2023 (laughs) I'm just feeling (laughs) but I think there's something to be said for just like trying out something new. I feel like I hear a lot of people or a lot of girls saying like, you know, oh, making that first move or just approaching someone like never having done it before. Um, And I've always kind of done it just to see, and like maybe it didn't always work out. Sometimes it did, sometimes it didn't. But I think uh, I saw something once, I can't remember like what the context was, but it was essentially like, you know, looking at myself and saying like to my body like you deserve this like if this works out you deserve that dick like if it you know (laughs) yeah it's just it is what it is and then I think also when because I had a habit I think the other thing I was totally guilty of um like going back to like exes and things and like definitely like checking up like oh well just wanted to see just wanted to reach out or oh I'm gonna be in Chicago like all of that bullshit and then when I was 30 I decided like all new dicks if I've seen your dick before (laughs) I'm not gonna see it I'm not gonna look at it ever again unbelievably (laughs) sorry I just we need to all new dicks like if you're looking for a new year's resolution it's you know the beginning of 2021 (laughs) sorry I said it's the year again all new dicks Carlin that's brilliant Right? I think, like, I, I like, want to put it on a t-shirt because it is just... that the title of this episode. It was going to be New Year, yes. New Dater, which I feel like maybe parentheses and new dicks or something. <laughs> we'll yes. workshop it. I almost don't want to spoil it in the title, but we'll see. You know, by the time you're listening to this, right. you'll know. You'll know. You'll know what we you'll decide. <laughs> but I... And honestly, I, like, having that energy, like, really change it. I don't remember how... I think just somebody had texted me that an ex, and I was just like, No! no, I don't want to do that anymore. I already know how it's going to end up. And like, why not try something I haven't done before, which is like blocking your ass and just like 
not even opening that door. And then also, I like new things. That's lovely. Let me see a new one. Let me see what you got. Great. It's yeah. no, like, there's no, there's it's, just, it's a brighter horizon. It's so. the same energy, although you, I feel like, went about it in a more positive way. I basically, like, in hindsight, I'm like, oh, we fucking started this podcast so that I could get over someone I was having trouble getting over, even though he was in a relationship. Like, I think that saying, like, closing doors on relationships, exes, half relationships, whatever the thing is that is not serving you. God, I sound like a wellness podcast, but genuinely all new dicks can change lives or all new dates, whatever it is. Like I feel like whatever it is, I love, I don't know. I really, I love that mindset and I hope that everyone adopts it. All new dicks 2021. I hope so. And like the, for the people that I've told, like I've never, no one has said to me like, Oh, that sounds like a terrible idea. Everybody's been like, oh my gosh, you're right. And I'm like, yes, because it's yeah. a great idea and we should and all be doing it. There's a time and a place. Totally. And because everyone's fucking texted an ex in a low moment. You know, yep. like everybody. And everyone's gotten an ex text in a low moment. And everyone's been like, wait, yeah. I loved that person. And then 24 hours later, been like, wait, it's every, it's so fucking universal. It's like yeah. taking a shit. Every single person is like, <laughs> yeah. yep. You know, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. It's disgusting. <laughs> but... <laughs> Sorry, to our new listeners. But you're um, right. Spoiler, I'm uh, filthy. And <laughs> it's caused, caused me problems before in my, just not not with either of these ladies who are used to me. Um, but it's, yeah, it's very relatable. And um, I feel like that's an incredible New Year's resolution, even though like I kind of fucking hate New Year's resolutions and, Agreed. and don't Agreed. really do them. Although we could, we usually on New Year's talk about our, the resolutions that we're making, even though we hate them. Maybe we'll do that at the very end with all of us. A yeah. quick hit. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> Kim is like, but I feel like the, the New Year's resolution I will take no issue with remains all new dicks. So yes. Just, yeah. Shout don't tell, Carlin. don't tell your boyfriend. Right. Oh yeah. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Tones. Um, yeah. So, Okay, cool. Good background info. <laughs> Sorry, we just... I feel like honestly, I'm having because I'm really excited and because like you're actually my friend, I'm having a hard time like asking you questions like a podcast host. <laughs> I can I can do one. I can try to be a podcast host. Uh, <laughs> Carlin, do you have a type or types? We've had podcast episodes where we were like, do we believe in types? But if you had to like describe what you maybe what you like want to be looking for or what you generally like look for in a relationship honestly I don't have a type and I think it wasn't until recently like I, I started a new job and I was telling someone I was like oh that guy and that guy she was like you don't have a type at all do you and I was like equal <laughs> equal opportunity data here like I like I don't know I don't even know what I like because it varies so much so and then obviously I'm thinking like just like Physically, I think it's across the board, but I think something I would say, my type has, has never been like somebody that, um, I think we talked about this before, but like would have like multiple like fishing pictures and yeah. maybe, you know, is, I think, I think for me, because it's something that wasn't mentioned before, I don't think even right now, but I think it's, incredibly important to who I am. I'm a black woman. So for me, it's not so much about like, he doesn't have to be black or anything, but I think there's, if, 
I don't, I guess it's, it's going to sound crazy, but like if he has a picture, like, you know, when people like travel to impoverished countries and like, they, I assume are out like there to help, but there's something about it, like on dating apps where it's like, did you go just to get this picture with a bunch of Brown kids mm-hmm. so you could post it on your profile? Cause like, what are you so fucking happy about in that picture? Like, are you having, like, I don't know. Sometimes I'm just yeah. like, what kind of, what did you learn there? And then why doesn't it match anything else in your profile? Like, I'm not seeing that kind of like, uh, like cultural awareness about like where we are at in the world. Um, so yep. I think now also just like where we are in terms of Black Lives Matters and because people will put that on their profile, not that it's a requirement, but I think there are signals to me that say like whether or not somebody is going to understand that or at least like be aware of it because it's just, it's gonna, it's gonna come up for me. And it's just, I don't know. I guess I'm just surprised by like how much, how many people like don't understand it and why we're still talking about like and having to under, you know, explain like why all lives matter. Like when people say that, like what the issue is, like, you know, and obviously we don't need to get into all of that right now because that would be a very long podcast. So for me, I think now like my type would be more about like awareness about like what's going on in the world. Cause we've seen that people can be really crazy and it's people that we've gone to school with or people that we've known our entire lives. And it's like, they flipped the switch or maybe they were always like that. I think I've just been like really surprised by people who I thought I knew and they are totally allowed to have their own opinions. But some of those opinions and beliefs directly conflict with who I am as a person and how I exist in this world. And so to that, I would say goodbye and adieu. So I think it's, it's more about like how they function in the world and their beliefs these days, as opposed to, I think sometimes when people say like, oh, it's your type. And then immediately like lists off the physical and I don't really have anything for that. Um, although I will say just in general, because I get ragged on so much, I love me a good mustache. Like <laughs> not Noah from Tasha season, like that was super gross, but like just a good, good old stash. And I think we talked about this. Not everybody's <laughs> going to have Tom Selleck's mustache. I understand that, <laughs> but I certainly am not saying immediately like no to it. Like, but if I do see a good one, I'm like, hello. <laughs> That's a type right there. Like, yep. you know, that's good. Yep. I mean, yep. beard, beard has been a big part of my type for a very long time. Every single person I've had a serious romantic connection with has had a beard. So mm-hmm. I get it. Facial hair is important. But yeah, I mean, I think that all everything else you're talking about is, of course, like, you know, we've we've like we always struggle to like uh, strike the right balance between between recognizing like we don't fully understand, um, of course, like what it's like to date as a black woman right now. But I fully like it adds such a layer of of stuff and of stuff. Super eloquent, as you can tell, always. (laughs) I can imagine it's just like it's another layer of um of like work you have to do to be like are you correct are you a correct person <laughs> like do you suck or not and it's tricky too because I feel like as we've gotten more politically divided etc again maybe we'll we can have this full full ass conversation on another episode but like I personally like could and would never date someone who voted for Trump 
for example. Yeah. And but there's a lot of people who aren't Trumpy who are problematic in other ways. Yeah. God, yeah. I feel That's like, so yeah, listening to you, Carlin, it's like almost not that not that these types, quote unquote, I'm I'm doing air quotes uh, on a podcast. See, I told you, haven't learned after all this time. Uh, but it's so interesting. Like they're maybe not types in the traditional way, the way I asked you about it. Like, yeah, we think like, do you like this kind of person or like what what kind of school did they go to? But it's actually like there are these new quote unquote types which have always existed, but I feel like people are just like a little bit bolder in their deeply dark beliefs lately. So it feels like there is a genuine type. And I remember early in this podcast saying I would not go out with someone who voted for Trump and that didn't go over well. But now I'm like, that is not controversial to say at all. And it should never have been because look what he did yeah. stand for he, the racism and the misogyny. I don't know. I, this All is those a, listeners are long gone. Those listeners are long gone. <laughs> we got the negative reviews. We got. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, we got I'm <laughs> after the, uh, ooh, I, I stand by all my earlier. No sympathy for Trump or Trump supporters. Uh, but yeah, I guess what I'm trying to say is like it's almost like there are these new like two types of people like people who aren't racist or are trying to not be racist even though they may inherently be so and these people who seem to be and again I don't want to put words in your mouth Carlin but this was just what I'm thinking of it's like this new type like this all night all lives matter is like a type of person to me now what it I don't know it's just I can't imagine what it's like to be on the apps you know dealing with racism in the ways that I hope you don't have to deal with but we've heard people deal with sometimes yeah it's been a doozy and I think sometimes I forget because it if it doesn't happen for a while I'm like oh you know there's not a lot of issues or like I'm screening them well enough but even eventually like some will like slip through just because not everybody, I mean, guys are kind of like terrible about writing about themselves on these apps. And so sometimes you don't know and you've got to like throw them a bone. Otherwise you're just, you'll just say no to everybody on there. Yeah. Um, and then things will come through and it's like, oh yeah, that's not great. I, like this one guy, and I think he was okay, but he said something like, you know, oh, well, and maybe I'm also racist just cause like, you know, everybody's blaming white men these days. And then, and I felt like, so does that mean you're racist? Like, I don't, what am I supposed to say? Am I supposed to be like, is that funny? That I, I, I don't know. And it was confusing to me. And I feel like if I have to say like, you do know that I'm black, right? Like, did you forget? Cause we were, this was just a conversation on the phone, but I, I don't know. So it's like things like that. Like, I don't understand why you just said that. What oh, am I supposed that to do with phone? it? Yeah. Like, wow. (laughs) I feel like sometimes people are, not that this is okay, but people are like bolder in texting or like app chat. To say something on the phone means an extra level of like, I mean, look, if those thoughts are there, they're there. It's good you find out about them in any way. But it's an extra layer of like fucking icky to think it's okay. It's icky in any case. It was weird. And it wasn't like a, a thing of like, you know, oh, I didn't mean that. Like, oh, because obviously like I misspeak all the time. I mean, I don't know that casual racism comes out of my mouth, but you know, whatever, like that happens. Um, but it was just like, I don't, please don't, 
I don't want to do that. Like I, I just, ah. anyway, so it didn't work out with that guy. So it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. And it's tricky too. Cause like, I feel like in New York, at least it's like, okay to expect everyone's pretty liberal here, even though more and more I'm like, Oh, I was fucking wrong about that guy. Or like, Oh, this person I thought was, um, you know, like, like we talked about these surprises. Or you're liberal like Chicago, and you're still racist. Like, for sure. I feel. Yeah, 100%. That's been coming up a lot more than I would like it to. But um, amongst like people I know. But I feel like Chicago, um, because I, Carla and I both went to school in the Chicago area. And I was surprised when I got there that it wasn't as liberal as like, I'm, I was such a fucking Northeast bubble kid. <laughs> And it's not like it's like a liberal city overall, but I just think there's it's less like, you know, PBS tote baggy than New York. <laughs> well, it's, it's more yachting, it seems like for and not that, you know, having a yacht means you're a racist or anything. But like, I think <laughs> I don't know. It's just I don't know. I mean, we could that's that's, I guess, another <laughs> episode of the politics midwest chicago for sure um but yeah um what about like pivoting a little bit do you have any like checklist we talked a little bit about like checklist items like things i guess this this speaks to a slightly larger conversation about like do you have like a vision for your romantic future like are you someone who's like i've always wanted to be married i want to have kids i want to like find a soulmate and a partner are you someone who's like dating in and of itself is a fulfilling experience and like I may have many partners I may have like many long-term relationships I may like do you you have like a vision for your future like what you want for yourself that feels so fucking interviewing do you want to slap me no I love it like how you know the beauty of being theater majors are that interviews are my jam I (laughs) do not mind it one bit um so I think it's interesting and what's been nice about like as getting older it's weird to say it like that but um you know time passing (laughs) is that it has completely evolved and I think it's nice because I'm okay with it I mean definitely when I was younger and like before being experienced in things it's like you know married of course and I want to have four kids two girls two boys also just like a quick pivot so I used to like would write down like the names that I would want for my future children and I was thinking about the list recently and realized that I planned on giving all of my children stripper names and (laughs) oh my god we need so this is like some examples yeah (laughs) the twins I wanted twin girls their names were gonna be cherry and cherish why Amazing. <laughs> and then the boys i wanted denim and diesel wow like, wow truly like gender specific stripper names too <laughs> I know. it's just like i don't even and i just remember like writing like being in middle school writing down these names and like oh that would be such that's such a great name and then being like those they're strippers all my children would be strippers which is fine Den- <laughs> denim and diesel is like I just am picturing them having like super beefed up like muscle bros and they also have like an OnlyFans. They're more than strippers. Like yes, they do porn. That's yeah. true. Yes. <laughs> they do porn. And I think the thing I can't remember, but I think like uh I was obsessed with Tony Braxton as a kid. And I think one or possibly both of her children like have those names. And so when I saw it, I was like, Oh, I love those names. And I love Tony Braxton. So why can't do that? Like, so I guess 
checking in on her kids to see what their careers are. I don't know how it works out. But anyway, so I had this idea of like having all these kids. And I think once getting or like being in college and then afterwards, like realizing that that may not be the case one, just because kids are very expensive. And even though I was no longer, you know, going to be an actor, I was still in the arts and like not, you know, I'm not gonna, at least not today, make $150,000 a year. And honestly, like the only way I'm having kids is if I can pay for like even one of them 10 times over because they're just so freaking expensive. Um, and so I think pri priority shift, right? Like then you actually know what it means to have kids and for marriage and things. I think the other thing for me is like in relationship to kids is like, I only wanna have kids if it's like a deep need and desire. Like now I wasn't born that way. I know I have a lot of friends that were like they knew their purpose or their ultimate goal was to be a mother. I wasn't born that way. Maybe I'll feel that way later. Today, do I feel that way? No, I don't. But I think it's also really important or to me, it's important that like, if I'm even considering that it's because like, to me, having a kid means like the person that I'm procreating with, like, I want a miniature version of you in the world. So like when people have kids of like, gross people it's like you really want to replicate that like <laughs> yeah. you're like looking at all like the good and the bad and you're like yes more of that in this world like that's literally what it is people so when you're giving it up to like somebody that like you don't like why would you do like only only the good stuff like you know all new dicks and like only only the good stuff <laughs> if we're having kids and I say that not because like I'm a perfect person and I think like I should be replicated or anything but like that's like the level of what parenthood is to me because there's a slight chance that like you have a kid and they want to be their own person it's not a dog that you can just control like I think sometimes parents get like you know oh why aren't you doing exactly what I want you to do because mm -hmm. I'm my own person so anyways that's just parenthood in general for me but now I guess I would just say I would like my person that doesn't mean I think there's only one person out there for me I think that there are several soulmates or whatever just like the person that you match up with in this life and that might be different like I might be with somebody for 10 years and then it doesn't work out with somebody else like I mean ideally I guess I'd be with them for the rest of my life but like I also can't speak for 75 year old Carlin like mm -hmm. that's ins that's insane for me to, to say that so I'd rather like you know and I'm only saying that now because like I don't know that I have met that person like obviously if I was getting <laughs> engaged <laughs> <laughs> I would hopefully think that I would feel that way. Um, but right now, I, you know, I can't really say what that's going to look like, but I'm open to it. I try to just keep it loose, really. I mean, I know what I'm not made for, which we were talking about briefly before we, before we started recording, um, or maybe it was on, but like not great at one night stands. I'm not really, I'm not built for that speed whatsoever or casual relationships whatsoever. I think that was also the, the emphasis or the need for the whole all new dicks thing is like uh, <laughs> continually trying to convince myself like I could do casual, that's fine. I'm a yeah. casual person. There's literally nothing casual about me. I'm very extreme in like a bold Sharpie or Carilla marker to be specific because I like a bunch of colors. But like, it's not, 
it's just a very, I just can't, I can't, I can't do it in the years that I've spent being like, I can do that. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're yeah. also like a super natural, both two words and one word, supernatural one word, and also like a, a super incredibly natural like giver. Like you're so, like, I feel like you're such, like you're such a, I cannot underscore enough, like such a fucking good friend, like thoughtful as fuck, like great gift giver like I feel like you have this energy that you bring to people that like isn't casual in a good way in a way of like you don't it, it, like you deserve you deserve that to be matched back thank you, you know? yes <laughs> yes I feel this way about That's I have a couple truth. friends like this where I'm like god how is this person gonna find someone I feel like there's two people I'm thinking of specifically that I don't want to say on air whatever but but like it's frustrating because I think both of you know at least one of them whatever but where I'm like if this person Mm. needs to find someone who can match back their shit like because it's so unique and generous yeah and that's really true like I feel like even when I first meet people I'm like automatic like if I like them I'm automatically already thinking about what am I going to get for them for their birthday that's so sweet one I love birthdays but then two I'm just like oh my gosh I have this perfect thing for you and then also, I'm so excited to tell you about it. I'm not going to be able to wait until your birthday. And it's like, your birthday's a year from now. And I just can't wait. I'm so excited. Like, that's literally, that's me. That's base level Carlin energy right there. That's me. Oh, wow. So. Like, just Carlin and ah. I haven't known you as long yeah. at all. Like, that being your base level and that being something I don't know. I'm like, oh, shit, I have to get something for a birthday. I am just, I'm more self-involved human. But I do think that's, you know, in relationships to to Liza's earlier point. Yeah, you've got to be matched with that unique giving generosity. So like that's that brings me in an incredible segue that I'm usually not capable of to checklist items. Now we have a fraught relationship with checklist items. We talk about them a lot. Basically being like checklist items are like the things in your head that you're like, my person must be this, 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 and this. And I think they can be both like problematic because I've had like incorrect checklist items in the past like I want someone who's like an artist and a vagabond and a whatever who like like that shit which is like yeah like I want someone with like a creative spirit but also like I probably need to be with someone who's a little bit more responsible than me because like I like don't know any of my passwords to anything and like don't know how to pay my taxes and like whatever all this shit so that's an example of like I think your checklist can be something that like you have incorrect about yourself but like honing it as you get older and more self-aware is really powerful so like I would put as your as an item on your checklist from a from an outside perspective like extremely Um, like generous of spirit and like a, a good like gift giver do you have checklist items and these can include like previous checklists that you've like things you used to look for that you've decided were not correct for you and like checklists that you're trying to like bring into fruish in 2021 yes i do i actually have it like written out so i think the other thing is like in 2015 i would like so one thing i like to think about about relationships is like even if they don't work out i like to like pick one or two things that like i really liked about the person 
and like kind of like write it down or put it in this notes app because like ideally it's like if I'm thinking about dating and like getting through all these people or whatever or some of these people or whatever and the idea is like uh, finally I'll get to one person that either has not necessarily all the things but it's like the idea that like obviously unless it was like a terrible terrible relationship like I saw something in them that I liked and was there and like you know assuming they weren't like a complete asshole um, would still be there towards the end even if it didn't work out so what I like to do is like after something like like doesn't work out like I'll note down okay well what did I like about that to see like you know if it's valid or if I'm and also if I'm like repeating um poor choices and you know mistakes but I think something that uh is really important to me and kind of Eliza you just brought it up is somebody and I've honed it to like somebody that values the arts so it doesn't mean that they have to be uh, an artist or a theater person or a musician or anything, but it's like they would say something about the arts and even if it's just one of them like music in the, their day-to-day -day life. Like it doesn't have to be prodded from them to be like, you know, like they will probably say like, oh yeah, I've went to a museum recently, but it wouldn't have to be because like I had to pull it out of them like, oh, so do you go to museums? Like it comes up in conversation naturally. And I think there's, it's just like really, or important to me to have that level of understanding because I think I am not interested in the energy of like, oh, you were a theater major or like, oh, you do this. And it's like, oh, well, why don't you do that? Like, why didn't you do these? Like all of that judgmental, like essentially like, why aren't you a doctor? Bitch, because I didn't want to take a math class last high school. Like, I, it's too late for me. I don't want to do that. I'm not going to do that. And that's just what I've chosen. And you should be okay with that. Um, and just because that's who I am. I think also, you know, growing up, the, my parents and my brother as well, like they're like numbers people and they're all very brilliant in their fields and do very important things and make a lot of more money than me. Um, but <laughs> growing up, I was you know, wasn't about numbers. I was about shapes and colors and, you know, words and moving my body and dancing and singing. And so I still communicate like that to this day, which doesn't mean I couldn't, you know, get with somebody that was a banker or anything, but I think in order to understand me and why I'm staring at this brick wall, like I was literally taking a walk today and there was like this really nice marble and I stopped to touch the marble. Like I need somebody that's not like, why are you doing that? <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? Um, so I think that's really important to me. And I would say that's kind of like a need to have versus nice to have, but also because like, that's what I'm attracted to. So it's not even like, not being picky about it. It's just, that's who I'm gonna be natu I'm naturally drawn to anyway. Um, so yeah, so that would be a checklist thing. Um, I would also say, <laughs> Uh, in terms of like health and like lifestyle things, uh, there are times that like I'll sit down to a meal and I'll say, I'm going to eat everything on this plate. And I need somebody to like vibe with that and be like, yeah, you should, you're paying for it. As opposed to be like, oh, why do you want to, why, why would you do that? Because I'm paying for it. That's why yeah. I'm going to do it. That's an Fuck important yeah, like one. Yeah. 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 Food and that's positive. just for me, food positive. And you know, especially like after this kind of year, like, you know, I still work out and take care of my body and maybe like, you know, not as much as I should, but like, whatever. <laughs> it's 
it's or it was oh my gosh i almost said it's 2020 you can't say that anymore it's not an excuse it's 2021 (laughs) (laughs) um but we are still in a pandemic but anyway i think that to me is just important and mainly that means like somebody that I i don't know i mean i guess i'm just not even really attracted to like people that are like in the gym like all day every day and like are only eat salads and like one meal a day like i i don't know that that would work yeah. but that's a new also like a, a new type of human yeah who is like so into health and fitness that it's part of their identity yes to me that's just like kind of not that fun yeah. <laughs> like yeah. i want someone who's healthy who takes care of themselves who cares about their physical body because it's like the only one we have and then i want to like get high and eat <laughs> right yeah. yeah like if they say like you know oh let's go on runs together ain't happening not yeah. doing it it's i don't I'm do that yeah. i feel like it's totally that when it be any of these like the new types are about when something becomes your identity versus something you're just like like I I could go for a run. I usually hate running, but because of the pandemic, I've done a little bit of it. I'm so proud of myself. I could never date anyone who was like, we're running today. You're running with me. I'm going to go fast. Like, no. I And you do spend so much time, especially if you end up quarantined together with someone, eating together or drinking or not drinking or working out or not working out. And I actually think those things are really important to yeah. align on. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, and I think another checklist things is uh, somebody that is silly. I was talking to somebody about it the other day. I think online dating is essentially like we're all just trying to match our weirdness to one another. Uh, and I think we don't phrase it that way because people are like, I'm not weird. It's like, we're all weird. What are you talking about? It's does yours match with mine? Um, and I think that kind of like silliness that comes from like, you know, not even being a theater major, but being creative type, like, I don't know. I just say weird stuff. I have a weird stream of consciousness that people are often like, "What? How did you, that just come out of your head?" And I'm like, "I don't know. It just did. Like, <laughs> it is what it is." And somebody that's gonna like laugh with me about that and be light about it. So I think uh, I think that's really important. And I think because I'm like pretty loose. Like some days, like you come home and you just need to like dance around your kitchen like I will do that most days of the week so like if you don't like dancing and if you don't like dancing at weddings which is like the best time to dance that may not work that's not like you know a need to have but it'd be a nice to have because like if you're not gonna go out on the floor with me while I look amazing in this dress and I'm dancing and everybody's like she's so great and that's that's your choice like I guess you don't have to join me but um I'm going to be out there and it's going to be fucking great. And another thing is like, he has to love music or at least, and it doesn't necessarily have to be like the same kind of music. And I know we talked about this last time Mm -hmm. because one of the questions I like to ask is um, like, what's one thing you couldn't live without? And it's other than like, you know, food, water, your family, like you just can't, if it wasn't there, like it wouldn't, you, you wouldn't be you. And mine was music. Um, and I think even if it's things that I don't like, like this, uh, guy that I 
went out with recently, <laughs> I would say if you're like, what kind of music do you hate? I'd be like house music. And that happened to be like his favorite. And I was like, great. <laughs> but like, you know, did my due diligence, listened to some things. And I was like, yeah, it wasn't bad. And like, because I love music, I was like able to like have that conversation. Um, so I think that's like an easy, like connecting point, especially on first dates, like just to talk about music, especially now, cause like, you know, we're always listening to things. Uh, and not engaging with each other like in uh, out in the world. So I think that also is really helpful for me. And of course, like, you know, any chance for him to like be creative with me would be great. So music is, it's, a, it's an easy one for that. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Checklist. <laughs> I feel like I there are other things, but that's like, no, like I think that's core. It's kind of the ultimate checklist. Like we've gone, Carlin, I don't know. How do you feel about like manifesting generally? I feel like into I'm it. very into it. Okay. Yes. Okay. We will. And I feel like you do the right kind. We like to sometimes shit on like the idea of like the checklist of manifestation, mani- manifestation, manifesting a partner. That's like, I think people get a little specific with that sometimes, like myself included once upon a time, like what, what, like the the first definition of type we talked about, like, and he'll like be this tall and et cetera. But like what you just described to me makes me, I was thinking as you were explaining your checklist, like those are the things to manifest, things that really ultimately have to do with like you and your lifestyle as well as that other person and how you actually can live together and grow. Also, I want to say just because Carlin won't say this about herself, but she was into manifestation way before it was fucking trendy. <laughs> like, I like I know that everyone says whatever. Okay, Carlin and I graduated college in 2010. She she was absolutely talking about manifestation in like 2008. That's true. It'll- and you guys wouldn't believe me. They made fun of me. They were. I remember. I did, we I did fully make fun of. <laughs> Because we were, were talking, I was talking about it, like we were doing auditions and I remember we were standing like at the sign up list and I think Benton with, was with us. And then you were like, Carlin thinks that if you just think positive about it, then like you'll immediately, like you'll get these like roles or whatever. And I was like, you guys, you can't talk about it like that. You gotta, it's, it's true. You gotta have the right mindset. Uh, and then and I, I think it was just even for callbacks and it was like surprise. I was like, oh my gosh, I got all, and they were like, oh my God, does it work? And I was like, yes, it works. <laughs> yeah. No, it's funny. Cause like, this is the thing that I do feel, and this is a side note, a tangent, whatever. But I feel like it makes total sense that like thinking about what you want and like believing that you deserve it and that it's possible for you helps you get it like of course. And there's been scientific studies about the like fake it till you make it principle about acting like acting confident being a way to build confidence but like it's it's become I feel like this weird like wellness word or whatever I just think that Carlin you have always done it in a way that like makes sense to me and absolutely were into it before it was a weird creepy yeah wellness person thing. i know now it's kind of crazy but i think it also and it would be like our friend <laughs> benton like because i was so into it like if she was like going after that she would text me like can you can you like secret this for me <laughs> and i remember what i would always do though i would say i would like be positive about like i hope benton or anybody or and even me in my life would like get what they need because sometimes like 
obviously if I like have this like a checklist an idea of like my perfect person like somebody say like well why aren't you with your perfect person right now like I think because I needed to I needed to learn like so many things like I've just now said like when I was 30 saying like all new dicks but before that I was like no, what about this one that's not going to commit to me? He's great, right? Like, you know, I I still needed to learn that lesson. Like, you still mm-hmm. have things to, like, get through. Um, but I think also something about it, like, so one more checklist thing that, because I think is important. So to me, it's, like, sexual compatibility in terms of, like, drive and, like, even, like, kinks if you got them. But I think also, like, PDA and affection, I think is like really important to me because I'm a very touchy person mm-hmm. when I'm in a relationship. And if obviously to me, if that's not there, like, oh my gosh, <laughs> what are you gonna do? <laughs> um, yeah. So, but I think also, and that's something that I will often like worry about because like there isn't anything unless they're into like, if they like put like, a, they have a, like a very specific kink and they put it in their profile. I'm like, ah, that's not me. But like, it's not necessarily something that like you can see on somebody's face. So like when you get to like that phase of the relationship, it's interesting. Cause like, I've never, like I've always been matched with people that like are kind of at the same like level and drive as me, which I like really appreciate. Cause I've been in relationships before like where that just doesn't work and it kills it for me. And like, I think now it's just because I come, I come to um, expect it. Like I'm always like from here on out, it's not that I actually thought this to myself, but it's almost as if I did like from here on out, anybody I ever date, like we'll be mashing that and I won't have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. So there are certain things that like, it's nice to just be positive about it and say like, you know, oh, it's only ever going to be this way. And like, that won't ever be a problem. And like, gosh, that's like a weight off my shoulders. So mm-hmm. it works for me for sure. at least. Which poses an interesting challenge during COVID. Ooh, is that a segue? Carlin, a long running joke is like, that I have with myself and no one else is like how bad I am at segues <laughs> and yes it was a segue <laughs> um we should take like a super quick ad break and then we're gonna come back and talk a little bit about a first date and a couple couple dates a covid dating potpourri um and we have taxi cab confession we have all the good stuff so we'll be back in just a second all right, now we're in it. Date one. I don't know. So again, as we mentioned, Carlin, um, you can give an introduction to this taxi cab confession, but this is not going to be, you know, the normal like go on date one, then date two necessarily because it's COVID and we are trying to be safe and, you know, dating up to 51 people at a time is completely unsafe. Uh, not that I ever did anything close to that. It was usually just a bunch of first dates. Okay. Still insecure about my dating journey. Anyway, <laughs> Carlin, what are we about to hear? Do you do you want us to just play it? Like, do you want to give any context that you think will be helpful before we play the taxi cab confession? Yes, a little context I think would be helpful. So I am currently um, on the dating app Hinge, which is where I met this guy who we call Mr. PhD. Um, so we had been talking on the app for a while and then we moved to texting and then we moved to just talking on the phone, but no, fo- uh, no FaceTime, just like a regular phone call. Um, and I think that this was the f- first or second one. 
Um, and we had actually talked, I think I mentioned this, but like we had talked for like two hours. So it was actually, it was, it was pretty good. Um, and yeah, that's, that's, that's the info. I love it. Okay. I'm going to share this or I'm going to play this. LOL. I can speak and all of it. And oh, so this is a complete surprise for me, Kimmy, who. Oh, yeah. It's going to be live surprise, just as a heads up, though Liza has already heard. I listen to it, but I'm not going to listen to the ones in the future. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I just had another call with this this one guy. We'll call him Mr. PhD because that's what he's that's what he's about. <laughs> um, he's actually really nice. We get along pretty well. He's kind of like during our first phone call, he says he like tends towards like snobbery with a lot of things and I'm like huh what does that mean and it doesn't really mean anything I guess he's just like strong-willed in some of his opinions which is fine I mean I am too like if you don't fuck with cheese like I don't fuck with you (laughs) maybe that's too strong-willed of me anyway (laughs) um but it's good but my concern with this one has been the other guy that I've been talking to like we've been talking every day for like the past like three or four weeks and it's going really well and it's just interesting because they're two completely different people and I guess I worry about telling one of them or even both of them like oh it's not gonna work out although I think I kind of want it to work out with the other one not that I don't want it to work out with Mr. PhD (laughs) but we just like we've had two two-hour phone conversations and he just ended this one he was like because he's about to go on a run and he was like oh speaking of deal breakers like do you exercise and like yes I do but I feel like the kind of person that is asking me that (laughs) is someone that we may not get we may not get along like I don't know I don't know he said I passed the test because I guess because I do exercise and I was able to answer the question but like um, am I going to sit on my ass all day tomorrow? Uh, yes, sir, I am. And I'm probably going to eat mac and cheese out of the bowl, the serving bowl that I made it in. Like, what the fuck do you care? <laughs> yeah, that sounds fucking good. Incredible. Okay. okay. So, okay. Yeah. I, I even just when you, I mean, how relevant we just talked about, you know, eating and lifestyle and exercising, but even when it was like, oh, let me ask you this quick deal breaker before the end of the call, it feels more like a job interview. And that's something I hate when people treat first or second or whatever dates like interviews. And especially, was this on the phone only, right? Not on FaceTime? Phone only, yeah. Lots of job interview vibes from just that little nugget. Again, I wasn't on the date, but yeah, that's my Which first squares impression. with someone who takes things seriously. Yes, and I think because he is like, a PhD and it's not it's uh it's like in a serious field I guess like like without giving too much detail so he I think like our conversations are like that which I appreciate like you know somebody like kind of like check me and putting me in the in a lane of like these serious conversation topics but I think like for me because I I don't I guess I didn't understand I understand it because he's like a runner and I think runners are like that. But then it's like, so do you feel like, like, is that like, are you a catfishing me question? Cause like maybe like, cause mm. like there's a possibility that like my pictures are 
fake, but then he like insisted on just doing, he was like, I would prefer just talking on the phone. Like, okay. I mean, I mean, he has an iPhone, so like it, FaceTime wouldn't be difficult, um, but also like down to do it. So I guess I just felt like I, in that moment, I was just like, ah, it didn't make me feel great and it was like because also as he asked me like I hadn't exercised that day so then I was like uh, is that bad like do I need to like exercise every day and I'm like wait who are you to, to like you know to and obviously like I allowed myself to feel that way but I don't, I don't know it was just to me it was just a weird question now it's, it's to say like for if somebody was like you know oh, so you're not allowed to ask people like work out anymore? I'm not saying that. I'm just saying he asked me that question and it was weird and it made me feel like I couldn't say that I just planned on sitting my ass all day the next day. And it was also, it's like around the holidays. I think it said like it was before Christmas. It was not, you know, I I don't, oh gosh, I don't know, I don't know. It's weird to throw that in at the end. That feels like, again, like at the end of a job interview they're, where they're like, oh, and just checking, you know, Excel, right? Right. It's like, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's right. like, yeah like, uh, I don't know. Um, well, okay. Yeah. And then oh, he sorry. even asked like what I did and I was like, oh, well, pre-COVID, I, I, the gym that I go to has this amazing cardio hip hop class that I love and I would do that all the time. And I was like, well, and that's close. And he was like, right. So what are you doing now? And before that I had said like, I was doing yoga and he was like so how do you do that I was like I do it at home he's like oh you can do it at home like oh that's so great I was like why do I need do you want me to send you a video of me and Don the dog like what is it like can (laughs) can we finish this conversation like you said you're a runner and I'm taking your word for it I didn't ask for pictures of your running shoes like I don't know it was weird yeah there's like always gross vibes I feel like when people start asking those questions where I'm like do you care because you're interested in me like and what I do and what I like or do you care because you're trying to understand what my body looks like I've always felt that way as someone who is like has been a lot of different sizes and is like now a middle middle sized person (laughs) I don't know like it's just I'm always like there's always that thing where I'm like are you secretly trying to tell me something or ask me something because if you are fucking eat my butt yeah (laughs) And maybe the energy, I don't, I'm being extra sensitive as well to like his like light grilling about exercise is just that it's a fucking pandemic and I am angry at myself when I grill my own self about exercise too much during this. It's not an excuse. I just think like it's a very hard time to be active in a normal way. Uh, for most of us, even if we were very active before, you know, like can't go to yoga class, especially not hot yoga class, like things I used to do to keep myself in shape that I actually enjoyed. And I just like, I think in this time, like everyone should be a little easier on themselves and their bodies. Uh, we talk a lot about body struggles on this podcast or we have talked about it. And I, you know, I just for me, Carlin, the way you felt kind of like taken aback by his questions, that would have really thrown me off because of my history with my body and the fact that I'm not in my best shape right now. I don't know. Just like, don't, don't decide. Like, it feels like you're deciding if I do enough or like what my body might look like when just you didn't even FaceTime me. Yeah. Yeah. It's my mini rant. That's definitely how I felt. Like, I think I'm not at my like best looking body maybe um 
right now, which is fine. And I'm like, wouldn't usually beat myself up about it, but like, you know, goddamn, if I like wasn't stressing about like, you know, oh, well, what would, I, what am I gonna wear if we do meet? And like thinking about like all these things, which I would already be thinking about, like in terms of like, oh, I want to look cute. But now I, it, it felt like, or in my head, I was very much like, what's the best, you know, how do I make my body look the best? But then also if I'm like faking it, how do I know, uh, like it would just, I can't, you know, I, uh, it was just all of these things that I didn't like feel great about, but then I wasn't sure. I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt in my head because I was like, well, that might just be me and my insecurities, like making it into this thing or maybe he's just like, you know, but yeah, what do you do for exercise? Just curious, because I'm passionate about it. Like, you know, yeah. if it's me asking like, what's your favorite band? Because I'm passionate about music. Um, mm. Yeah. And like, you know, because I did exercise, I passed the test, but like, I don't know. I still felt weird about it, but it could just be me. No, but I, yeah, I guess like I hear where you're like, I could, it could just be me. And I'm like, oh yeah, I have a lot of body insecurity. So it could just be me too. Just like projecting, but yeah, it's still- Or the world could put a lot of unfair judgments on us as females because of our body shape and size. And we, yeah. none of us could be overthinking. The world could have right. just been gaslighting us from the time we were very small children. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. A certain shape and size. And mm-hmm. it's, also been ingrained in a lot of men that we should be a lot of shape a certain shape and size and while it's annoying when they perpetuate that they're also like succumbing to the same systems that we've succumbed to which tells us that like we should look a certain way anyway i've been doing a lot of thinking about my body recently (laughs) (laughs) but nothing um, like the new year yeah for real okay however oh should we do our categories i think we should do our categories are you down carlin we're gonna yes. we're gonna throw these on Carlin. We did not give her advance warning because we are disorganized and <laughs> you know, but also trying to have fun. Okay, a lot of these will not apply in the age of COVID dating, uh, but let's do it, Liza, and just see where we get to. Perfect. Okay. So, first one. Okay, so Carlin, we break this into and and everyone listening, we break this into three sections: pre-date, on the date, and then the wrap up from the date. Obviously, it's a phone date, so it's a little different, but we'll just read them out, and then any that don't apply, we'll just say, fuck it. So the first one is Andy Anderson Detective Work, <laughs> named after the, uh, you know, iconic- How to Lose a Guy. Lead character from How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. <laughs> that movie. Um, how much pre-date- research did you do did you google him did you like linkedin did you how how deep do you go before a date i did google him um just to see because since he was getting a phd usually they are listed on the school's website they make it very easy so you don't have to do a lot of digging and just to see like what the subject was because you know if it was something like I don't know, like super sciencey. I'd be like, oh god, I don't know, this is gonna work. Um, and was able to find him, but I don't think he does. I wasn't able to find any social media. I think, and I was just like, okay, cool, that's fine, and just like stopped there, just to like keep it like a little um, mm-hmm. fresh and more surprising. So I didn't know a lot other than like what the subject matter was for his 
PhD. And also it was a thing that I didn't understand. So Googling didn't really tell me anything about it. So. <laughs> okay. Always and love that. Then, sorry, I'm, I'm a little too eager on the next one. But um, we like to ask, you know, if you had to rank the text communication skills or message or phone call if you really got to the phone call first. But text communication skills is the category on a scale of one to 10. How would you rank them? Uh, I would say like a seven just because uh, it was good, but it was clear that we're two different kinds of texters. Mm. So um, he is very much, and he told me this the first so that was our second phone call that the taxi cab the first one I think he had told me that like uh he doesn't like to text every day because he's so busy with his research which I totally understand um and is more of a like a text me to set something up or maybe like mm -hmm. a one-off like during the week if you have like you know a song that you thought I might like but other than that like I won't I'll be too busy to like engage um which is fine I can totally do that it's not usually my bag but like you know whatever that's you know less for me to like worry about or feel like bad about like you know hmm. oh is he waiting for me to do something but like yeah so it was seven because it was fine and I appreciated him like stating that that's mm -hmm. what he needed and then uh just kind of like going going from there love it interesting I want to come back to that we'll come back to that in our in our um post game Great. Okay, the next one normally would be outfit, but like what did we'll you wear? It. What did they wear? But we will skip it. Yeah. <laughs> um okay, so this is the on the date section. Our next one would also is also going to not be relevant, but it's date venue and how many dicks you give it. Carlin, we like to rate the venue on a scale of 5 dicks instead of stars. And oh, 5 so dicks. I like how is the bar? How many dicks out of 5? Um, so five dicks is good, even though normally five dicks would be bad. You know, like five dicks on one human. But yeah. right, we've got. I would say I would give. I was in my bedroom in my bed, and I would I would say five dicks because I put, <laughs> especially that day I had the laundry, so I had new sheets on the bed. So Ooh, yeah, I did create like a little ambiance for myself, and like you know, put, I have two cats, unfortunately, so I kicked them out of my room, closed the door, and it was like just me uh on you know on the bed which sounds weird but it was, it was just me on the bed yep I mean talk about oh, like I'm... being comfortable on a first date though like I like that like versus sitting in a hard bar this bar stool even though I would kill to sit yeah. at any bar stool in a credit bar anywhere yeah. in the entire world yeah right now. at this point yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> um oh lust at first sight is the next one but but this is what we mean by lust at first sight we usually mean like it's a yes or no question when you first saw that person or were around them. We don't just mean the pictures. So maybe we yeah. have to skip this. We have to well. skip it. Usually, yeah, it's like, did you want to hit it or no immediately? Yeah. Because yeah. it has, we'll to, it has to be in person, I feel, for to okay. capture the lust. Great. Okay. Okay. Oh, we skipped. Oh, we skipped a lot of them. Okay. The next one is what Harry Potter house would they belong to? Ravenclaw. Okay. Yeah. yeah. PhD. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The next one we'll have to explain. It's like our Bechdel test, but it's nowhere near as sophisticated. It's called the Roskett test, the Renzulli Foskett test. I think that's how we did that. Wow. I hate us. I hate us. This is one you can help us workshop, Carlin, and just come up with a better category. However, I kind of like the question. I hope your answer is clear given that this was a 
two hour second phone call. But we like to ask, did your date ask you anything other than like the standard first date questions about siblings, job, et cetera? One question about yourself. Yes, we get into it. And I think that comes from him being a PhD -er. So like the research, like we, yes, we have very intense conversations and we talk about like really big things, smaller things too, but um, I, they're not coming to the forefront of my mind right now, but like the, that has always been like really great. Cause I think the reason that we like jump to phone calls is that I was like asking the questions and he was like, other than just like answering questions, like I want us to learn about each mm. other through our experiences and stories. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so like, that's great. Sure, why not? Um, and so he's like very much about like going past all of that because he, I think he once said, which I really liked is like, he's not very good at presenting himself gradually. Like it's just, you know, he is who he is. And like, you'll know that um ASAP which is entirely mm. true into it nice I like that yeah. um it's shocking how often the answer to that question has been no <laughs> you know it's like basically it's like do you get beyond first date fair how many siblings do you have what's your job where do you live oh do you like your neighborhood like it's like yeah I think it's like an, about insightfulness in questions and a lot of fucking men are bad at that um okay so the next one is Rosé and Thorn, <laughs> a.k.a. Rose and Thorn. It's basically just like a high point and a low point. I think the high point was kind of uh, like the ease in the conversation. I think to me, it was uh, surprising that we talked for two hours I, and like pretty consistently. It wasn't like, you know, oh, so um, what did you think about that? Like it was, it would go from topic to topic really easily. And then even though he is like kind of like this or it most definitely is like this PhD person, I would still like have my weird moments of like talking about, you know, racism. And then it's like, but what do you think of carrots? Like you eat carrots every day? Like, you know, it's like, <laughs> just, just how my mind works. I don't know. Um, and then he would still like be into it. It's not like he would be like, so what do carrots have to do with racism? It's like, I don't know, it just popped up into my head. Uh, so I would say that was definitely like the the high point, and then the low point would just be at the very end for like the exercise question and feeling kind of like not great about that or like what it meant or and not understanding like what the underlying thing if there was an underlying thing at all. Um, but like we were talking about before, that could just be me. But it was definitely still the low point. Mm -hmm. All right, I'm going to jump to the wrap-up section, Liza, because the other one, yeah, I'm just keeping it relevant for COVID times. Does that feel I good? I don't know. You don't think this one – I'm just curious. Okay. Well, well, now I've got into it. <laughs> you, you must <laughs> – Now I've now got you have to. The next one is it was the 2019 test. <laughs> now I guess it's the 2020 test. Or 2021. Like how do we – Or 2021 yeah. test. God. <laughs> but it's basically like uh, were any – did any gender stereotypes play out – and a lot of times this comes into this it comes into um effect with paying or weirdness around paying or them being weird around offering to split the check or the and whatever. But I also think it's it's like like mansplaining or any gender weirdness coming up. So I'm just saying that I, I don't know if it's if we should skip it based on phone dates. What do you think, Carlin? Does it feel relevant? I think it's relevant. I think um I don't know that we had any any moment like that I think the first thing that like kind of 
pops up to me that I thought was surprising and nice and like supportive was like, so we were talking about, uh, so I work at a museum in Chicago and we were talking about kind of just like what that encompasses. And I was like, oh yeah, there are like a lot of art parties and things. And he was like, this is so great. I want to go with you and essentially like be on your arm, like listening to people like talk about art things. And then when we start to get into like economics or whatever, like that's when you'll call me in because like I understand those things and then we'll go like back and forth and then we'll be like the most amazing couple there and everybody will want to talk to us. And I was like, first of all, that's amazing. Like I want to live that life with you. Let's do it right now. And I think it was interesting because him like figuring out how he would exist in my world, but me not taking the back seat. Like he it was he was very much like, let's do this. I'm supporting you. I'm going to be there to be able, like, I still want to go to these things, even though I don't know much about art, but I'll still be able to talk about my thing, like, when it comes around, and then we'll just be this amazing power couple. Like, it was just so interesting to me, because it was about the support of it all, but then also, like, you know, like, recognizing that I'm a fucking boss in my field, and he, you know, wants to encourage that, and wants me to be even more of a boss than I already am, so... Uh, I think that was really nice, actually. So yeah. and surprising to me. Nobody has, God, ever said that or suggested that. So that's like almost a double green flag, I imagine. Like one because he was like putting you in, like, like really giving credit to your career and your existence as an independent human who's very successful. But two, just like I feel like another stereotype is like women like on a first date will put themselves like what does our life look like together but he was doing that and he was doing it vocally which is a scary thing to do it's yeah. but it's nice like so that I appreciate as well yeah yeah I feel like cute. it speaks to like a lot of confidence too yes he's to very be like, self-assured yeah like I see myself in your life and like it's yeah um okay wrap up all right PG, PG-13 or R rating. We do this because if daters, like when my brother was a dater, he didn't want to get into the details <laughs> with me. I feel like we like, maybe that's when we came up with this category are just, you know, you don't have to ever share more than you want to. But basically a way of saying, like, was it scandalous? It was on the phone. So it could, actually it could have been. So anyway. Am I rating it PG? Oh, yeah. It's, okay. Uh, definitely PG-13. Oh, perfect. Great. That's, yeah. I feel like, a good first That's, date rating. Yes. You know? Yeah. It's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, great. Um, okay, the hindsight. Would you rather have spent this night with friends, alone, or on this date? But we can say for this category, like, on a Zoom with friends, <laughs> alone, or on the phone with this date. Definitely on the date. I still had a good time. And I think, you know, it was important, even for, like, the moment that I didn't like it, I think it was important to have that moment and then to know about it to you know assess like whether or not meeting him in person was going to work uh so yeah definitely on the date love it okay. and finally you will appreciate this as a bachelor nation human <laughs> <laughs> member um would you accept or give this rose um you know would you go on a second date i know this is kind of the second date but would you continue yeah, at the rose ceremony with Chris Harrison, would you give out a rose to this gentleman early on in the in the process? Yes, I'd still give him a rose. It certainly wouldn't be 
I mean, it, like a first impression, it wouldn't be like, you know, mm. yes, I feel like automatic. He wouldn't be like my first rose. He would be like in he's the middle. He's not your Dale. Yeah, he's not my Dale. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> um, which I think is fine. Uh, but yeah, I'd be like, you know how they say like, you know, I'm willing to get to know this person more. It would yes. be, it would be that. Yeah. Yeah. Those Incredible. were the categories. Thank you the for humoring us. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> wow. um, the categories are always being workshopped. So if any <laughs> listeners have any thoughts, send them our way. Carlin, we're open to all theories. I want to incorporate categories. more. Or we can stop doing the categories. I just think Kippy and I love them. We like them. We haven't gotten a ton of, like, usually we'll do a thing, a, do a segment, and people will, like, write in and be like, I love this. Or, like, this was weird. <laughs> No one really seems to have feelings on the categories except Kimmy and I who love them. So we would love to hear from any listeners. And of course, Carl and you. you I like thoughts. Awesome. I I kind of, I like the first impression, Rose. Like I almost want to incorporate more Bachelor, Bachelorette things and maybe like structure them around the stereotypes of the show. Okay, we'll work on them. It's like, would you have done a wedding portrait date with this person? (laughs) Fantasy suites. Does he get the key or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we can... This is good. I think yeah, that's a good I'm idea. I'm into it. Yeah, there you go. Um, cool. Well, do we have anything else we want to? Okay. Oh, oh, I bookmarked something from that. So, in the texting thing, how do you feel about dating someone whose text communication style doesn't match yours? Um, I guess at a certain point, because uh, I talk a lot and I have a lot of thoughts about things. So, if somebody was like, "I don't like texting at all. I never text." like that probably wouldn't work for me. Cause then like, so within a week, like how much do we talk? Is it only when we see each other once a week? And I think especially during COVID, like that, what does that mean about who you are as a person? And I understand that people are like busy. So obviously if I, was trying, I can't, you know, I don't know if anybody uh, in the healthcare field is like doing online dating <laughs> right now. If you are, I would love to hear about it. But like, somebody like that who said like I cannot text and do anything during the week except for the day that we said we're gonna hang out like I would understand but like outside of that like especially in COVID I would be surprised and then I guess I would wonder like what's the expectation of us getting to know each other because like if I'm already like talking to you on the app it's like because I'm excited about it I'm eager to get to know you uh and if you don't like sometimes there will be matches that like you know match you talk a little bit and then they don't say anything back or they take like several weeks like I'm already like not really interested like I try to give them like you know a buffer because people have lives and I totally understand that but like unless we are you know everything else we like the same things and it just seems like we would be really great together I'm like not really gonna like wait around for that because part of that to me like if the energy isn't there then it just feels like you know i'm having to like build it back up each time and that is would just be too hard for for me personally to do that um it's kind of like a fuck yes fuck no situation and if i'm not fuck yes then like it's just not gonna it's probably not gonna work out for me that i mean that feels like the exact healthy like way to view it i did not always do that i feel like i would Someone, oh, he said he would go on a first date with me. So now I'm going to reach back out, even though he had to reschedule. And it's like, well, I, I feel that I wasted some time there. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
And I think when you're in relationship or even just dating and talking to somebody and like you have someone like that, that's like, yes, I would like to see you. Yes, I want to talk to you. And they mm-hmm. make it known like before you even are able to like you yourself say something like, cause I think that's how it should be. Like you should both be able to match that, that energy. Um, and so it's, it's hard to like, kind of just be like dating on your own, like, like with somebody like, you know, you're talking to somebody, but like, you're doing all of the work. So it's like, well, why don't I just only ever talk to myself? Like, you know, that's essentially what I'm doing. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 So we'll, we'll wrap up briefly on this date. We're going to talk. We have, we have many eps to come with Carlin, obviously. And there's like 85,000 more things I want to ask you, not limited, including, but not limited to the fear around not being attracted to someone and like how that plays into early dating and COVID, you know, I think, Ooh, tease I'm teasing next episodes or subsequent episodes, but um, there have been some further conversations with Mr. PhD. We're going to potentially talk about those. We have taxi cab confessions about those, but there's obviously like a million and 20 things that I want to ask you. And we're going to save some of that for further episodes. Um, Does anyone have anything any other wrap up thoughts, feels, thoughts no. and feels? All new dicks, twenty twenty one. Get yeah. on board, people. Yeah, get on new board. Dicks. All new dicks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I, incredible. Speaking of new dicks, I want to remind everyone we have a giveaway active right now. <laughs> oh, that was a good segue. Was Liza. that a good Sorry. transition? It's okay. coming. I'm Fucking burning it. it. Um. We have a giveaway going on right now. If you, uh, it's, uh, we're giving away a Lilo Soraya. It's a very fancy vibrator. It's Lilo's, Lilo is an amazing company, like super sex positive and female focused sex toys. The Soraya is their sort of version of the rabbit. It's awesome. I have one high recommendation. It's very fancy. It's like a $220 value. I think I misspoke in previous episodes and said 250, but it's fancy. It's a fancy vibrator that we're giving away. It's a fancy new Um, dick. It's a fancy new dick for you for 2021. Um, but it is uh, you. We're going to do a drawing in probably like two weeks. You have a couple more weeks. But all you need to do is write us a review on Apple Podcasts. Take a screenshot of it and email it to us at 51firstdatespod at gmail.com. If you've already written a review for us, you can also mention us in your Instagram story. Tag us at 51firstdatespod. Um, screenshot that email it to the same address and we'll enter you in the raffle i keep saying raffle which is such a sign of my goddamn age i love it that is some 1990s shit it's not a (laughs) raffle it's a giveaway (laughs) it's it's so embarrassing i clearly don't know how twitter works i've never been on tiktok um but we're doing it so check us out and you can follow us on social media and join our secret facebook group etc um and does anyone oh you know what we should do as a way out let's do if even though we're not making new year's resolution let's say our new year's resolution in like seven words mine is be nicer to myself about my body i like that okay i'll try to go this was like something i was thinking about more baths because I, I took a bath. I'm in the, my first apartment ever where the bathtub isn't disgusting, so I could take a bath. And it actually calmed me down, so I'm just going to – more baths. <laughs> it's really simple. More books. I want to read more. And I don't have a third B, but maybe more like less body shaming. 
to myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I would say uh, just taking better care of my body, which is a general thing, just like, you know, not necessarily like, I mean, I should eat better, but <laughs> I think also just uh, stretching more, like, cause I'm not moving as much cause like working from home, like I literally like took a 10 minute walk the other day and got shin splits. So like, it's been, <laughs> it's been, it's been ridiculous over here. So I got, I got to stretch more. I got to take better care of my body. It's the only one I got. Yes. I love it. Tight. Carlin, thank you um, so much. We are Carlin, so lucky. Thank you, Amelia. And we're yeah. so excited. I'm sorry that I forgot how to interview people because like you're my friend and I, it feels weird to ask you interview questions. <laughs> so happy to be here. I hope everybody enjoys, you know, listening to my dating stories. They, I already know that they do. And you know, <laughs> we, we really feel lucky and appreciate you sharing with us. So thank you. Totally. And we love all of you guys listening. We appreciate you so much. We'll be back with more Carlin. We'll be back with more expert guests. We'll be back with more. We skipped Consumption Corner this week. We'll be back with Consumption Corner. Um, see you soon. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live.